Hello, my name is Josh. And Jamie. And welcome to the Conversation with Two Geeks, the podcast where we're talking about movies, comics, and everything in between. Today, we're going to be talking about everything from Warner's movie, multiple films into 2023. Just spoiler thoughts on episodes one and two of She-Hulk and much more. Also, feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And if you want to send us an email about anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes, we're at conversationwithtweetgeeks at gmail.com. And you can know, follow us on our back catalog on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or podcast to listen to. You. How are you today, Jamie? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm good. Um, so a little, actually, a bit of a heads up, actually. So next week, we aren't going to have a show, mainly because uh, I'll be on vacation. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, but... The week after, we'll be back and stuff. And also, um, I might as well just hit this now because it's happening in two weeks. Uh, we might have a very special guest, um, one that's probably going to change the pace of how we bring on guests and stuff. And also one that's actually really cool and has worked on a lot of stuff. So I'm really excited um, for our special guest that's coming up in two weeks. So yeah, but anyways, no show next week. We'll be back the week after. And so yeah, let's hope uh, nothing happens on there. <laughs> especially given um certain things happening with a certain goddamn company which leads us into our first topic of the day where and according to an exclusive from deadline warner brothers is making a slew of release date changes the first is aquaman the lost kingdom moving from march 17 2023 to december 25th 2023 as it needs more time in post-production Filling in Aquaman's spot is Shazam Fury of the Gods moving from December 21st, 2022 to March 17th, 2023, allowing the film to, also allowing the film to be shown on more IMAX screens, which would have been taken up by the release of Avatar The Way of Water. <laughs> in addition, uh, two movies originally set for HBO Max have been bumped up to a theatrical release. The first being House Party, a remake of the 90s classic, set for December 9th, 2022, which the se- second film uh, being being the newest installment in the Evil Dead franchise, Evil Dead Rise, set for release on April 21st, 2023. As for why all these changes are happening in the first place, according to Boris Kitt from THR, Warner Discovery only, apparently only has money to release two films from now until the end of the year, with the films being Don't Worry Darling and Black Adam. What the fuck is going on? I don't know anymore. I give up. I, 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 it's just stupid. Yeah. I don't know. And and we'll and we'll talk about this more later because uh oh oh how I'm what is wrong with you Warners tell me because seriously I oh Lord have mercy I I, I just uh, like the least changes I understand especially with Aquaman because you know visual effects and stuff that takes time and I rather them have a lot more time than not enough time so that's fine um then moving up Shazam to uh, for IMAX screens. I, I'm a little bit sad by it because apparently they are in like the final edit stage right now and stuff. And they just did like the final sound mix for it. So I'm a little bit sad, but also like I get it. And like, again, you don't want to compete against Avatar, which is probably the smart move in the long run. And to be honest. Yeah. And I will say I am happy that House Party as well as uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Rise is getting bumped up to theatrical, especially as an Evil Dead fan. I'll, I'll take, I'll take that. So I'm not exactly disappointed with this. What I am concerned about is the fact that you don't have any money. Like... Yeah, apparently they're broke, broke. Yeah, maybe you shouldn't have canceled all your HBO Max shows, as that probably would have given you some revenue. Even if you did have to pay residuals and stuff, you, you still would have gotten some revenue and stuff. That, that That's just my concern. I don't know. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I hope they know what they're doing, because... 
doesn't look good. So it does I don't not know. look good, guy. It just doesn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, Barbie's like cackling, but then also Barbie's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. But anyway, moving on to our next topic. Uh via deadline, according to the Wall Street Journal, Cinema World, the Globe's large uh second largest exhibitor and owner of Regal Cinemas is preparing to file for bankruptcy within a few weeks. Uh, this news comes days after the company said it was in active discussion with various stakeholders and is evaluating various strategic options to both obtain additional liquidity and potentially restructure its balance sheet through a comprehensive deleveraging transaction. Additionally, the company cited a lower than expected emissions rate due to a lack of blockbuster film for the slumping business. In a statement in the world said, despite a gradual recovery of demand since reopening in April 2021, uh, recent emissions levels have been below expectations. These lower levels of emissions are due to a limited film slate that is anticipated to continue until November of 2022 and are expected to negatively impact trading and liquidity position in the near term. Uh, shit. I, 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 uh, this is the second group. This is the second group, the uh, second theater chain, I mean, that have like recently filed for bankruptcy. The first being Alamo Draft House early. I think it was early this year. It was early this year, right? When we had the Alamo Draft House. I can't remember, but I remember them filing for bankruptcy, but I don't remember when. Yeah. Uh yeah. And look, So I Cineworld is with Regal. Yep. Yeah, they own Regal. That's not good for me because that's the only that's the closest theater to me. Yeah. I I we already I... have we already had one theater. We had two theaters. Here in my town, we have like a there was a really small one that mm -hmm. it probably had like eight or nine screens. It was very small mm -hmm. that closed down a while ago, and then we only have the other one, which has more. It has more like I think like thirteen or something. It's a multiplex so one. Yeah, it's the one downtown. It's like it's still old though, but mm -hmm. um, it's like the closest movie theater to me. So we'll see what happens. But yeah. Like, I don't think it's going to close down because it's the only movie theater here. Mm -hmm. But who knows? Yeah. As soon as I saw this, I was like, ooh, ooh, this, this is going to hurt Jamie a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh... Might just force me to go to the Riverbank one, which is a really nice theater, <laughs> um, which I wouldn't mind, but it's a freaking hour away. So it's not like when you go there, it's kind of like you're going pretty much for the day. Like, you know, don't have a lot of extra time. Yeah. So that, that, we'll that's see. Yeah, that sounds like a day trip, to be perfectly honest. It it really is. Like I love going there and like and stuff, and they have the recliner seats, like the, it's the nice theater, but it's just not super convenient, mm -hmm. unfortunately. Um and like the funny thing about that is I think we have a mall here that's being renovated right now. And we're supposed to get another one in there, and I think it's with Cineworld or what's the other what Cine? Cinemark? Cinemark, maybe. But I don't even know. Yeah. That now, too. Yeah, no, that that one... I keep forgetting that we have, still have Cinemark. We have AMC, we have Cinemark, and then we have Regal. Mm -hmm. I believe Cinemark's its own thing. So you might have a chance with... We'll see. I mean, we're all excited because that one's supposed to be nice and like have those recliner seats, but I'm just telling you this. like This mall has... Everybody's been like, this mall is going to be renovated for like ever for the longest time it has never happened uh, they're working on stuff and like there's actual construction happening now but like who knows how long it will be
Oh yeah, no, that that that's fair. That's fair and stuff. There, there's 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 one mom back at home that like, let's just say it went downhill. It, it had a very very slow decline. Just look up Hilltop Mall, y'all, and you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. Because yeah, no, it had a very very slow decline, and like it's within the past decade. It's like oof, yeah, this thing's done. And I think they're now. I I think they're now renovating. I honestly don't know what's happening with that mall. I really don't. But something that might be able to give you a, well, the return of something that might be able to give you help. Moving on to our next topic. Mm-hmm. Well, via Business Insider, uh, MoviePass, the movie theater ticket subscription startup, will relaunch in beta form on Labor Day. Uh, beginning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, actually today, a waitlist will open up on MoviePass.com for those wish to join the beta version. The waitlist will be open for five days on a first-come, first-served basis. It will be free to sign up. With MoviePass, all that is required is an email address and a zip code. Once the waitlist is closed, the uh, initial group of beta users will be notified on Labor Day, September 5th, and will be offered three price tiers to choose from $10, $20, or $30 a month. According to MoviePass, the uh, service is, has partnerships with 25% of beers in the U.S. Uh, users of the beta service will be able to order movie tickets through the app or can wait to, for their MoviePass card to come in the mail and use that uh, to that at any th- any theater box office that accepts MasterCard. The card will be black as MoviePass is scrapping its previous red branding. Hmm. So it looks like MoviePass is back, y'all! It's just funny because now theater chains have their own, like Regal has their own card now. AMC has, has their own thing. So it's like, why? But oh, we'll see what happens, I guess. I don't know. Like, I haven't signed up for the Regal one yet. I've been thinking about it, but... Um, it, honestly, it would probably be smart for me to do it, but I don't know. Yeah, no, I I don't blame you. I just I'm just kind of cracking up, being like, "Wow, what a late introduction back!" Yeah, back, it's y'all. been a while. It, it, it's been a while, and like everyone has kind of moved on. Like, you're coming back, so I I I wish you the best of luck, Movie Pass. I really do. But yeah, y'all came at a you know how they say like first come first serve mm-hmm. yeah y'all came late yeah it's like come and like, i feel like people are gonna be more comfortable signing up for ones that are part of the chain mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah i'm also just like um you know how i said like first come first serve it's like coming to a barbecue where it's like first come first serve and then you come late and you wind up seeing all the food's gone yeah this is exactly the situation Mm-hmm. Just replace food with people, but either way, yeah, uh, yeah, no, I just, it's just funny. It, it's just, it's funny. Again, I wish him the best of luck, but it's kind of fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Anyways, moving on to our next topic, we got um, the uh, official villains trailer for the upcoming video game Gotham Knights. No, no, not the CW one, not the CW shit. Um, Gotham Knights. So the synopsis reads: Batman is dead. A new expand. State of Criminal Underworld has swept the streets of Gotham City. It is now up to the Bat Family, Batgirl, Nightwing, Rob, Red Hood, and Robin to protect Gotham, bring hope to its citizens, discipline to its cop, and fear to its criminals from solving mysteries that connect the darkest chapters in the city's history to defeating notorious villains and epic, ep, yeah, epic confrontations. You must evolve into the new Dark Knight and save the streets from descent into chaos. Remember when we got the first look at this at Fandom? Mm-hmm. about a year ago 
Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That was only a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like, my God, time has passed. Mm-hmm. It so, looks cool. Yeah. Um, it reminds me a little bit of Injustice, like the Injustice games a little bit. And it does. It does a bit. Um, but I think it'll be fun. I think it looks cool. The graphics look good. Um, mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to figure out. I I think this is set in the Arkham universe. I I think have no idea. because I I because it follows technically the ending of like what was it Arkham City or I don't know very much. I never played the Arkham Knight games um, oh. or anything. I've seen clips from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just haven't played a lot of those games um, and whatnot. So like, I really. The only DC game that I really have played isn't the Injustice game, the second one. Okay, okay. So, like, I don't have a lot of knowledge of the other games. That's, that's fair. That's fair. But, yeah, no, it does look cool and stuff. And yeah, um, yeah, and I think it's going to be out later this year and stuff. So that, that looks like October, which is pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it should be cool. Like, if you love Injustice games, this looks like it'll be. You like the Bat Fam and stuff like that, and Batman villains and whatnot. This looks mm-hmm. like it could be a lot of fun. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, it probably should. Be, it's probably going to be better than what um, whatever the CW is producing right oh, now. Oh, probably. But we we don't we won't talk about that. Yeah, we won't. <laughs> we, won't. Mm-hmm. we won't. All right. Moving on, actually, to this distinguished competition. Or wait, that's DC. What we call Marvel? We can't call Marvel the distinguished competition. I have no idea. The marvelous I competition, I guess, or like, or the um, or uh, the marvelous place across the street. I don't know. Y'all help us out with this, please. Yeah, I don't know what we should call Marvel. <laughs> I'm just gonna call them the studio across the street. Anyways, mm-hmm. and this is a bit, and this is a rumor mill, but I'm like, I'm not. I, I have a sneaky suspicion that this is one of those rumor mills that might actually wind up being true. Mm-hmm. Because it just it just points like the the evidence is just very very lucrative I would say and very mm-hmm. like and plus this is coming from a source that has actually gotten some stuff but hasn't been like front so take this again take it with a grain of salt as most rumors mills take it with a grain of salt but we'll we'll see we'll see anyways according to the site the direct one division director Matt Shankman. Signed on to dread Marvel Studios is fantastic for replacing John Watts. While Disney and Marvel Studios have yet to confirm Shakeman's rumored involvement, Marvel CCO Kevin Feige or Pen Honcho or Overlord Kevin Feige <laughs> uh, could make it official during the studio's uh, D23 Expo presentation on Saturday, September 10th. Jesus Christ, that is very, very soon. I keep forgetting mm-hmm. we have that. Um, yeah. Uh, as for Sh- as for why Shateman, according to the article, after Watts departed, in Marvel Studios reportedly began to pursue a large mix of candidates for the highly anticipated reboot, including some big name directors. With Feige's main desire being to have him avoid to oversee the production and like what he was able to do with Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness with Sam Raimi. And after the success of WandaVision, Feige was impressed with Shateman's talent, especially considering that he was being courted by other studios uh, for other projects like Star Trek. And speaking of Shakeman's Star Trek movie, it has been indicated that there's been some delays with the production, leaving the director's schedule to be wide open. So this is a choice that, like, I'm like, duh. Like, he's worked with Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I really liked what he did with WandaVision for the most part. WandaVision was fantastic. It's still, it's still my, I think it's my favorite of the DC Marvel, DC plus Marvel stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. I'd have to think about it. Like, yeah, he's really good. He's good with the, with Wanda's powers and stuff. Like, he did good mm. with that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I think he could do well with Fantastic Four, honestly. I wouldn't be mad at this choice at all. I wouldn't be either. And like, apparently he's also directed Game of Thrones episodes. He's also directed um, a certain show called um, It's Always Setting in Philadelphia. I don't know if you've oh, ever nice. seen that. I don't know if you've ever seen that one, but uh, uh, the funny thing is that one of the actors, uh, Glenn Howerton, was like on the shortlist to play Star-Lord. And I know he's been corny a Marvel role ever since. So we might be getting Dennis as Mr. Fantastic, y'all. Mm. Yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Hello, everyone. So this is Josh from the future. Um, so a day after we recorded this episode, it was announced by Deadline that Matt Shankman is actually now in talks to direct Fantastic Four with Marvel. So while it definitely seems like we're probably going to get an announcement with um, D- at D23, this does seem like a very big indicator that Marvel is leaning towards him considering the evidence and stuff. And yeah, uh, Matt Shankman is going to be our director for Fantastic Four. So yeah. I am. I saw something pop up on Twitter, and I believe it is that we'll probably get the cast announcement for Fantastic Four at D twenty three because we'll probably start shooting next year. Probably, probably. So I wouldn't. I am kind of anticipating that we're going to get casting announcements. So, mm-hmm. and like, if this is true, then yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Yeah, no, and I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm leaning towards like I'm ninety percent in the mix. Again, mm-hmm. the only thing that's really making me like ancient of being like, eh, this might not happen is his start is because he has two other pro- projects. He has the um, he's shooting well, is the Star Trek thing, but mm-hmm. again, that's been delayed. And also, I know something we're gonna point out. What about Godzilla versus in the Titans show? Well, he's already shot that. And he's only okay. said he was going to direct the, I think the pilot or something. So he already shot that. So, so he's pretty much free. He's right pretty now. much free. And I think if Marvel kind of needed someone right now, especially given that like they might have had people like turn him down and stuff. It's like, okay, who do we have that like is in house but is talented and has done some good work for us recently? Um, yeah. We got Adam Shakeman. It's like, yeah, sure, we can we can have him. So. Yeah, no, it, it'll be very interesting to see um, what he does and also if he's adapts. I, I think it's a good choice because mm-hmm. he is not, he's a he's a good choice because he's not like, his name isn't going to overshadow anything, you mm-hmm. know? And like, I don't know. And then Marvel trusts him because he's already proven himself on a Marvel project. Mm-hmm. And the project had characters with powers. So I, I just think it would be good. I I, um, I think I think so as well. And I... I'm, I'm again. I'm very curious. I have a feeling that we're going to probably get it now, but we're going to know in about what less than three weeks at this point. Probably, we're going to get a lot of st- stuff. Uh, I think we're going to get saw something where we'll get some more movie titles for Phase Six mm-hmm. or something at D twenty three. So, like, just be prepared. We're going to get a little bit more information at d23 about what's gonna go on yeah so yeah also i just real also i think that that's the week it's not next week because again we have next week off but the week after at 
Oh, I think we might be able to discuss this with the guest. Well, she, okay. It, okay, because is it the ninth or the tenth that we it, have? It, it's the tenth. The tenth. Well, it's the tenth, and um, again, this is recording stuff, so and like, we, okay, okay, so, yeah, you were, you're probably right. Yeah, yeah, right. We'll 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 discuss this off air, and I'll. But yeah, anyway, but yeah, no, that sounds all exciting. Anyways, moving on to our last topic, and it's pretty much multiple topics, but like kind of chunked together because it's all returned to the same thing as we return back to the serious competition. What the fuck's going on with Warners? Uh, uh, all right. On to our last topic. According to TV Line, Batman Kid Crusader, which 15 months ago received a series order from HBO Max and Cartoon Network and was in an animated reimagining of the Batman mythology by way of the Batman, the animated series creator Tim uh, Bruce Tim, creator Bruce Tim with J.J. Abrams, the Batman director Matt Reeves, and Ed Brubaker, uh, who's a comics writer, famous comics writer, um, also serving as executive producer, is among six anime projects that are no longer going to be produced for HBO Max. This news come, of course, comes amidst numerous programming changes and, and in transition HBO Max, which where some projects are being next and others on the stream already on this that already stream on the service are. Uh, not so quietly being removed. However, according to this, according to the article, all six projects, mostly from Warner Brothers Animation, will continue production where there will be shot to other outlets. And speaking of canceled projects, via Collider, in an interview with the French publication SCURP, Batgirl directors Adil El Abari and Bilal Fayal revealed that they were blocked for the project servers right before they learned about the cancellation and action that prevent them from keeping footage from the film. According to Falal, a GL called me and told me, go ahead, shoot everything on your phone. I went on the server and everything was blocked. There was no way to access the film. We were like, fucking shit. All the scenes with Batman we didn't get to keep. The directors also clarified that the cancellation would not do the film quality as they were in the editing phase and needed to add visual effects as well as we do reshoots or rather pickup. But Falal said, it was not a talent problem our, on our part, the actress, or even the quality of the movie. We were right in the middle of the ending. There was still a lot of work to be done. It was not like the movie was finished, but they told us it was a strategic change we granted and they could save some cash. Also, and this is on our Instagram, by the way, the directors talk about, release a video, talk about the unfold, like what what happened. They go in a little bit more detail than what the quote kind of gave, because it was also, um, to kind of also add on that point, it was also their editor that Ajil was kind of talking to, or at least he's the first person that like wanted directors to be dashed to and was like, shoot everything on your phone, do, do what you can, but they weren't able to. And they also said like, okay, how can we support the filmmakers moving forward? They have an upcoming movie, um, I believe it's called Rebel, um, that I'll leave a link down to. It premiered to Kansas here, go support them with that. And so, yeah, and then, and then this just happened recently. And an exclusive from THR, a select group of insiders, primarily the cast and crew, are getting to see the film during secret screenings on the Warner Bros. lot this week. One source described it as funeral screenings held b- before the film is set to an undisclosed afterlife with the footage being locked away in a vault, either physical or digital, and or might be um, destroyed. <sighs> it's just, Warner's is just lighting itself on fire. Why? It's just... I love They near- just... I don't understand. I I don't understand why it's I I just don't understand. Not gonna lie, and this is also coming. I let's just say, I let's just say a certain someone that I know lives nearby Warner's, 
And a part of me is like, do I need, do we need to go full blown Mission Impossible to steal this footage? I'm, I don't know. I'm almost, I, I'm almost tempted to, because, and also there was this, um, I don't know if you saw it or not, but one of the um, actresses, and for, forgive me, I'm mispronouncing her pronouns. I, uh, shoot. One of the actresses in the movie, Ivory uh, Aquino, I believe, uh, Aquino, I believe her name is, um, she released a statement today talking about like what happened, like essentially, uh, essentially uh, asking like, hey, oh yeah, Ivory uh, Aquino, Aquino, Aquino uh, Ivory Aquino, she sent like a heartfelt letter on Twitter to Zavov, to Warner Brothers, uh, go read her tweet, go read her tweet, it's on Twitter, and she pretty much asked, like, please, just release this film. And mm-hmm. I think you owe it to that much. I, and this is to David Zavlov, to anyone who ever listens to our podcast, to anyone who works for Warners, just release the damn film. Just give the filmmakers what they need, uh, what they need to finish it, um, and just release it on HBO Max, or just give it a small theatrical release. I don't think they can now, though, because yeah. I think part of the thing with the tax write-off is that they legally can't like release it because that's part of the deal with the tax write-off uh, is they get the money if they don't release it so i literally don't think they can i read some that somewhere in one yeah, of the articles yeah i i think they mentioned like the IRS, like they're destroying the place to like prove to the irs that like hey we 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 we're doing what we can about this tax write-off it's, it's <laughs> the sad thing the sad thing is is it's just uh, it just makes me very sad for the people who put a lot of work into this. Yeah. That's what's just fr- infuriating about all these moves. And it's like, and the fact that they have no money now. So, like, what are they going to do? How are they going to release stuff? Yeah. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on with I you? Don't know. I and... really don't know what they're doing. It's just like, it's like watching, like, <sighs> Something collapsed in slow motion. It's just like, it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And it's like, are we really just going to be left to Disney? <laughs> like, I I love, I I love Disney. Don't get me wrong. Some of my favorite stuff is from Disney. But like, it'd be nice to have options, people. <laughs> yeah, like Disney, maybe Universal. Maybe because they've been making some moves recently. But like, yeah, no, I'm not... Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, sweet Jesus. You know what? Oh, God. Like I think... watching a train train wreck in slow motion. That's what I was going to try to say. Yeah. And and, and I, I think also the house of slow motion is also applicable because, like, what the fuck is going on with it you? It's just like, ever since this got announced, like, this whole thing started, this whole freaking mess started, mm-hmm. each week it felt like it get worse. And worse and worse because we just get more information, more stuff happens. He does more stuff, and it's just this like I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I hope they know what they're doing, and I hope that next year because they're obviously just watching this one as a wash, basically, mm. and just hoping that they get money from Black Adam and um. And, and don't worry, darling. Don't can, which <laughs> yeah, um, and stuff. So like. I don't know what they're doing. I don't either. And like, again, I, okay. A little bit of context. I'm feasibly, um, like I'm kind of near the studio where I'm currently at. Cause I moved from places. 
Um, but I'm also, I also have a buddy of mine that literally lives like right around the corner. So whenever I go to his place, I have to go by Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. And like watching, like, I just am like, every, and every time I see that water tower, I'm uh, that like huge, big, huge water tower, a part mm-hmm. of me, uh, and like, and like, I think it's like stage 57, outside stage 57, I, like, I think every time I'm going to go by there now, especially with all this stuff happening, I'm going to, my heart's going to break a little bit. Because that has been a studio home to some of the most famous characters, um, movies, shows, etc. And like seeing it being all stripped apart, essentially, it's just fucking sad. And just it really is. And mm-hmm. the sad thing is, it's Waters was really the only company that had enough IP to be able to compete with Disney. Yeah. You know, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Because they had enough variety of content where they could kind of like even the playing field, you know. Yeah. And like, so it's just it's this whole thing is sad, and okay. I think that's just sad. And I really hope Zaslav knows what he's doing because right now it just seems like it's he's just burning everything to the ground. I which I, I get in one respect, you want a fresh start, but like, dude. I really hope you know what you're doing because you're pissing a lot of people off and then you're alienating a lot of talented people yeah, that no. can help you. Yeah, no. And I just read something with um the Affinity Train Creator because that's, you know, that whole shit. Um, the Affinity Train Creator, like, they don't, like, the executives, like, apparently the executives or even the ones that you're transitioned out or stuff, they don't know what's going on. Agents don't know what's going on. Nobody knows what the fuck's going on down there. Yeah, exactly. So it's... It's all bad, not just on the DC front, but like on multiple fronts. It's not good. And it's just, you know, I'm just, and uh, it, it infuriates me, it saddens me. And if you are a creative that works for Warners, you have my heart right now because I must, must suck. And I don't, and I'm going to say this right now. I don't think, like, and I know they just had like House of the Dragon be released. Um, House of the Dragon release, like that got some praise and stuff. And I know they just released this like HBO Max promo where basically, like, you know, we got The Last of Us show coming out and stuff, which looks good and stuff. And I know we got season two for a couple shows. But I don't think, even that, I don't think it's going to save them. I think they're really, they're fucked. They're mm-hmm. fucked. And they really, and I'm, I don't, this is one of those cases where I'm going to appeal to the board directors because. So the board of directors of Warner Brothers. Um, I don't know what's going. If you are aware of what's going on with your company, but this is not sustainable, and you're pissing off a lot of creatives, a lot of talent, and I fear for your company. I really do. You think I, any actors want to like work on a Warner Brothers picture right now? No. No. Any directors? They don't know what's going on. And I don't know if any directors, writers want to like pitch to them right now. Any agents want to like look for work over there right now for their clients? No. No. So, like, get your shit together. And I really mean it. Get your shit together. He's canceling all this stuff, but I'm like, you're going to need revenue because it's going to be a while till you get more people back. And yeah, I don't know what you're doing. And and don't think like this Discovery reality show shit can save you because it doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's just some fast cash and stuff. And that fast cash will not save you in the long run. No, it won't. So, yeah. Anyways, 
<laughs> back to the company on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. Marvel, let's uh, let's get into our recommendations for the week. Sounds good. So, She-Hulk. Um, so, again, last week I mostly talked about episode one. So, you have you seen episode one? Mm-hmm. What did you think? Um, no, my cat scratching at the door. Pretty sure she's at the door. Um, uh, I really liked it. I think it's funny. Um, I like Jen. Um, she's cool. Um, I liked all the stuff of her and Bruce, and I like Bruce trying to help her and trying to give her as much information as he can. Mm-hmm. Um, and stuff. And um, I think it's cool so far. I really, I, I I've enjoyed it. Um, for the most part. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I agree so as well. So. Now we get on to episode two, which was just released as the time of recording this. So, mm-hmm. um, spoilers. Mm-hmm. So, I, I will put up the spoilers. Um, for me, for the most part, I'm still digging the show. Episode was a bit shorter than usual, but I think that's also the sitcom thing kind of kicking in. Because mm-hmm. I'm definitely feeling that sitcom vibe. It was also interesting, especially in comparison with episode one and two, because episode one was pretty much in one location. Now we're back in LA and stuff, mm-hmm. and now we kind of see a much more variety of stuff how people kind of perceive Jen She-Hulk form mm-hmm. and what that means also for her internally, but also her externally. And I thought that was very interesting to explore. To explore. Also, it was nice to catch up with Tim Ross and Mia Blonsky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Although now I have to ask, um, what the fuck, Wong? I thought that's, I thought the Fight Club thing was sanctioned. Yeah, I... I don't know. Like, that's the stuff that's interesting to me, because now, like, how is this going to tie in later down the line? I'm very confused. My my current headcanon theory theory is that I think it was probably sanctioned, but but it was kept on the hush-hush. But someone leaked that, saw footage of it, leaked it, leaked it to the internet, and, like, now it's becoming an issue mm-hmm. because it's like it's clearly um something that like the abomination and stuff so i imagine that that was probably my guess that, that was probably sanctioned but like it was probably kept on the hush hush and now we're seeing the backlash from it and stuff and yeah also another thing is anyone suspicious of the boss i'm getting real weird vibes like why did he find her why did he bring her in Mm-hmm. He like dismissed her conflict of interest with it like right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He like, I don't know. I feel like there's something. He's a little bit too. I don't know what the word is, but yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. He has a weird vibe. Yeah, so. I'm kind of getting a weird vibe from him as well. But yeah, but overall, I'm definitely done this episode. Can't wait for the next one. Um, also, a side note, did anyone else knows um, while Jen was like, oh, um, Jen was looking online and stuff for a new job, one of the headlines, we got two headline Easter eggs stuff. One involved, one said like, um, man with metal claws in a, involved with a brawl, bar brawl. Um, Bucky? No. Uh, metal. No metal claws. Metal claws, like a certain ching, ching. Uh... Oh no! Oh, it's already starting. I am not. 
<laughs> I'm excited for them to come in, but it's going to get so much more chaotic when they come in. We're not ready for it. it really... We are not. And I'm, 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 I'm just like, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready at this point. Just 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 it and also also it it actually kind of makes sense that Wolverine will probably be like one of the first mutants we'll probably meet. Oh yeah, that makes a hundred percent sense why he's gonna probably be the first one that we end up seeing. He's not only the biggest one, uh, somewhat. I, I know I know there's other people I know there's other mutants out there, but let's let's be frank here. The last when you think of X-Men, who's the first one you think of? Probably Wolverine. Probably Wolverine. But I just yeah. And also, and I know some people were like complaining, like, oh, we haven't got any Charles reference or anything. We got a reference, folks. Because there was literally like, what is up with the man, uh the man, the statue up in the sky? Because that Freaking was all- finally, man. Because mm-hmm. that thing's been there for how long now? And there's been no reference to it. Like, <laughs> like none of you have been like, oh, what's that? <laughs> what's the deal with this thing? Mm-hmm. God. It's funny. It, it really is. So. But yeah. I, I. But yeah, no. And I was even looking up some theories about like for the future of the series. Where basically, I think we might start even getting, and I think we kind of got a hit with this with Miss Marvel, but now we're kind of seeing slowly, rather slowly, seeing like you know, like because for the most part, you know, especially with the Avengers and stuff, you know, we kind of saw heroes being like worshipped and praised and stuff, but now we're kind of going to start seeing the aftermath of that, like people starting to maybe not fully trust them and stuff, and. That might even lead into mutants and stuff, because the whole thing with mutants is that, you know, they're meant to be an outlaw for real world prejudice and stuff. And I think we might be slowly getting that. So that's going to be just interesting. Also, we probably should ask this question. Um, where is Bruce going? I, yeah, because, so, like, I thought he was in his little house or something, like the couch or whatever in his lab, mm-hmm. chilling. No, he's on a freaking spaceship. Going somewhere, it looks like. Mm-hmm. So, where well, is he going? Well, we well remember in the first episode we had like like Bruce identifies that as like a messenger ship. So the current theory, mm-hmm. and I do wonder if they're going to announce this in like two weeks, is that um, so there's this project that has been kind of rumored for a little bit, and a lot of people have been kind of like, well, don't doesn't Universal own technically the rights? Well, they get back the full rights in 2023 and I could see them potentially doing a World War Hulk movie but also it wouldn't necessarily be like exactly that because also there are two years where he's accounted for and like in the Ragnarok we know that like he was in the Hulk form for two years mm-hmm. and he could have maybe also slept around with a couple people this is what happens in the Hulk in the World War Hulk storyline where basically he could have had a son Oh God! Yes. Okay, because I I know that that's why they kind of had Bruce in Thor Ragnarok because, and they kind of did World War Hulk. Mm. Not really, but it was like more, it was more Planet Hulk than World War Hulk. Planet Hulk, yeah, because like they couldn't really do a like a solo movie with Hulk because of the right situation with Universal and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Um. So, like, they were trying to do what they could in other movies. Um, 
whatnot. <laughs> God. Okay. So, oh, that's interesting. I guess we'll see what they decide to do with that. Um, That's gonna yeah, and that that's that's gonna be interesting. very interesting. Um, Just I'm just surprised Mark Ruffalo is so chill to be like, yeah, let's just keep going. I don't know. I mean, I when I think because I was I was thinking about this earlier mainly because I watched the Wakanda Forever trailer and I may or may not have cried again. God damn that movie! That, I'm gonna be honest. Um, side note for a second, that movie is gonna break me. I'm I'm gonna I be know. I'm gonna be I know. I'm gonna be a mess in the theater. It's, I really feel like that's probably going to be one of the more emotional Marvel movies for people. And we're not ready for whatever it is. And I feel like they're the scary thing is I feel like the acting is gonna be like top notch from everybody because everybody's gonna be like in their in their feels throughout this whole movie. Yeah, So and, and giving it like it's a gonna hundred. be a lot, guys. Yeah, just uh, get get your tissues and stuff because I think everyone's gonna bring one hundred ten percent to this one. Oh But yeah. but yeah, Even no. that one sound bite from um Mm -hmm. oh. Uh, we're Manda. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, no that that breaks me every fucking time. So um just like uh Yeah. Back to my back to my original point. Oh god, I think I might forget. Back to my original point though. Um just what was my original shit what was my original point i don't know <laughs> like were you talking about hulk possibly having a son and then going in world or hulk mode yeah and possibly like or storyline maybe yeah and like that's gonna be interesting itself because i think yeah i think we're we're definitely gonna learn some planet cult stuff um and just yeah no this 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 is, <laughs> and also like also that actually that, that now now I now I now I got back my trade of thought folks. Um, I think the reason why like Mark Ruffalo and also just going back to the actors real quick, I think a lot of the reason why the actors like you know stay and stuff is because I think they have a good time doing this. I was thinking, again I was thinking about this earlier and stuff and uh, pre-show and stuff and I think the Marvel like when it comes to the MCU especially just for a few outliers. I think they have a good stuff with this. They get paid decently. You know, most of the stuff is done with like visual effects, although that's a whole other side issue. Um, visual effects and stuff. And like, they just, they have a good time during it. It's a lighthearted affair. They're not doing anything like heavy or dramatic. Drag. I mean, again, they give it 110% with the material and stuff, but like, you know, it's still fantasy and sci-fi fantasy for the most part and stuff. And yeah. And I think that's the reason why actors like Ruffalo stay. Because it's like, you know, I'm getting paid decent. I'm getting paid handsomely. I do wonder what his salary figure is. And I'm like, you know, I I have fun with this. How many people do you think are going to come back for Secret Wars? That is a very good question. And there was even a Because talk. I keep seeing people talk about it. And I'm like, you can't get my hopes up because now I'm attached. So like, I'm like, now people don't show up. I'm going to be sad. Yeah, there was one rumor mill topic that we had, but I cut it at the last minute, mainly because, uh, again, we try to at least keep it down to a minimum. And, like, also, like, one rumor kind of seemed more very likely than the other. But I could also see this rumor kind of panning out. This... Dude, if that happens, if that rumor that you post happens, Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't even know anymore. I, I think my brain will break a little bit. 
I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised as well. And also I could see it happening. And yeah, I, I wouldn't, I also wouldn't blame you. Cause that my Do brain. You... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. My brain would break as well. Yeah. Do you think that so for with, with the release date for Secret Wars mm -hmm. and stuff, um, do you think that is enough time has passed since Endgame and since the Infinity Saga has ended for people to come back? Or do you think we need more time? In terms of the rumored mill that, again, I cut out for the last minute, in terms of the two that I see, I personally say no. I, I think we need a bit mm -hmm. more longer. But at the same time, though, if they're going to do it the way that it was rumored to be done, I could see it working. I could see it working, especially with the way that it's being done and stuff. And also considering that that is particularly when that particular character would be introduced. And if they didn't want to do that version of that storyline again, then that would make sense. However, I would like them to maybe introduce one of the particular characters in a solo film first. But again, if they're going to do it the way I think they're going to do it, then it's going to, then I, I could see them doing it. But either way, it's a Marvel. We are, we are hating full. Everyone, everyone complains about phase four and Feige is just like on his throne being like, <laughs> phase four. You know, what's funny about phase four? What is this for me personally? This is when I got into the MCU, like really got into it. Like I've always watched a lot of the movies beforehand, mm -hmm. but this is the one where I really got like attached to the stories and to the characters more. Mm -hmm. And freaking WandaVision, man, the freaking show destroyed me. It was so sad um, and wonderful and so different. And that's why I'm like, okay, it's time to go watch everything else and like get caught up again. And mm -hmm. I like... It's a lot of setup, guys, and I think we're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, I think I think the cool thing about Phase Four is that there's something for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, I hope like I personally think so. I, so, I some I of my favorite projects are in Phase Four, to be honest with you. Yeah, and I think that's even gonna be more so than like Phases One through Three, because if you look back at Phases One through Three, they kind of branched out, but not really. Not I would say I think Phase Three kind of gave them a license to to kind of start doing that. Mm -hmm. But I think we're now seeing it more. And even if you don't like a project, there's going to be another project where you do like it more. Yeah. And that's not okay. Phase three was such a high, guys, because there was just mm -hmm. so much going on. Mm -hmm. And like, we had done a lot of setup in phases one and two, but now we're like, we were almost here. So mm -hmm. we were like at the, at the, at the finish line. So there was just like we were ramping up and like getting everything mm -hmm. heightened, and then we got Endgame. So Infinity War and Endgame. So it's just like there's just a lot, a lot of big things happening in Phase Three, and while there might not be as much like big big things happening like an Infinity War or Endgame, mm -hmm. I still think there's a lot of really cool stuff in Phase Four so yeah. far. And again, so. yeah, and I and again I feel like Kevin Feige, especially like when listening to like some of the reactions from. And this was like, like pre Thor Love and Thunder, maybe pre She Hulk, like complaining about Phase Four and stuff, and be like, 
I feel like he's on his chair being like because <laughs> he knows what's coming. He that's what's so funny. And this guy is a madman. Yes. So like he knows. So he's just like, oh, you guys just wait. Just wait. It's all gonna make sense in a little bit. Just wait. Not just a madman, a mad titan. Titan. Hey. Hey. <laughs> just be like, but, you haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> but yeah, it I would just enjoy it, guys. Like we're almost at the end of phase four. We're close um and stuff so just like and i think we're gonna end on a bank i think wakanda forever is gonna be fantastic i, I so, think i think wakanda forever is gonna break break people and just it is it's put- gonna be it's gonna be a lot so um i don't know i just think we gotta enjoy the new people we've gotten enjoy the stuff we've gotten from phase four and just get ready for phase five and because that's going to be wild a little bit. And, and yeah. 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 Anyways, do you have any other recommendations for the week? Uh, I'm trying to think. Not that I could think of right now. No, not really. All right. Then that uh, concludes our episode for the week. Yep. So feel free to follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Twitter at Convo with Two Geeks. We're also on Facebook and Instagram at Conversation with Two Geeks. And um, if you want to send us an email about anything from this episode or one of our previous episodes, we're at Conversation with Two, conversation with two Geeks at gmail.com. All right. Take care, everyone. Bye. Bye.